This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. The first question I wanted to get to is from Derek, and first to what you're talking about uh, with Bosa, Brian. So I asked, are you hearing anything about the Bosa contract, as in how big is it going to be? So I haven't heard anything specifically other than that he's a huge priority for them, but I looked at the Watt contract, and then someone reminded me about the Miles Garrett contract. And TJ Watt has $80 million guaranteed. Miles Garrett has 100 guaranteed. And I think Garrett is five years for $125 million. Don't remember the annual uh, value for Watt, but it's 80, it's 80 guaranteed. So I it's think at minimum, Watt is 28, 28. So I yeah. think at minimum you're looking 90 guaranteed for both sides, I would think, but you said with the cap exploding and everything, he's probably going to want to beat that Garrett contract, especially if he keeps playing the way that he has And Bosa right now. He has a defensive rookie of the year under his belt. So I get the numbers here. Um, he was hurt obviously in 2020, but he had 15 and a half sacks last year. He led the NFL tied with Watt for 21 fit tackles for loss. He's tied right now with eight and a half sacks for the lead in the league. He has eight sacks in six playoff games. That's coming up huge in the biggest spots. So he might be able to say to the Niners, Garrett got a hundred mil. I want more. It's a, it's a reality. And that, and if they want him, they may have to pony up for that. Yeah. And Donald right now leads non 
quarterbacks with 31 million in an annual average value. And so he could look to possibly eclipse that as well. And, and, and you'll get no argument for me that he's worth it because he is. 100%. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, care what they pay him. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's an absolute franchise changer. Like, like 2019 doesn't happen without Nick Bosa. It doesn't happen. No. Very simple. And yeah. uh, just to, just a point of reference. So, Bradley Chubb, uh, he extended the, the extension after the trade to Miami, and uh, he got five years, 110 mil, uh, 63.2 guaranteed. So both oh, as far and above. Okay. Yeah. yeah so 63.2 guaranteed. Um, so both as far, far above that, right? Like we know that yeah. he's, he's far above what Bradley Chubb is. So I feel like, yeah, you're looking at between 90, 80 to 90 million guaranteed, which is, <laughs> if you think about for, for normal Joes like us, that's just like a stupid amount of money that's just guaranteed mm-hmm. to you playing a child's yeah. game but i mean like man that's it's crazy that, football that, is a uh, man's game zane Z- football is a, a man's game zane drives a porsche <laughs> i don't want to hear about isn't there what you have a porsche i do i do yeah i, I don't uh we do have a we do have a question in the chat which i think kind of relates to what we're talking about here and it is from uh it's alan ftw 49 and he says do you guys think edge rusher wise we have enough to carry us through all the way and possibly a title. I was hoping they could have done something during the trade deadline. Um, I, I think they have more than enough in terms of edge rush. I think their problem right now is on the interior. That was actually where I was hoping I could see them make a move. Uh, but hopefully Armstead comes back after the bye. Uh, he is a large part of that interior, and he's a, a large part of their run defense. But you've got Bosa, you've got Ebukam, you've got Amenahu, you've got Drake Jackson, Jordan Willis will be back after the bye, uh, you know, from his uh, from his injury. Uh, you've still got Kerry Hyder. Like they've got they've got an embarrassment of riches uh, at the edge rusher position. So it, it's arguably the strongest uh, position group on the roster. Uh, if if you look at it that way. So, yeah, I think they have more than enough edge rush talent. The question is, will Armstead come back? Will Kinlaw come back? And do they have enough on the inside uh, to to face some of these teams that, that can run the ball really well? Because we know when they face the team that ran the ball like they run the ball, they got their ass handed to them by the Falcons. So Keep it I got behind Jackson. the CRV, in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> what what color is it though black it's black CRB. there you go black. just you just go. like your heart al when it comes to yeah, the 49ers yeah. black just like dressing <laughs> all black but, but, uh, i uh keep an eye on drake jackson and and his development he's he's been slowly developing into a very very reliable pass rusher it's not showing up on the stat sheet but when you look at you just look at the highlights you look at the tape he's constantly near the quarterback He's winning his battles. He's getting close. And eventually, like, you know, when, when when you get close enough to the quarterback, eventually you convert those into sacks, right? So right now, when it comes to it, like, he's he's uh, got uh, – he's only got the three sacks on the season. But uh, that being said, like, he's been able to get near the quarterback. He's got uh, five QB hits so far. So, um, you know, he's getting around the quarterback, and he's got he's got more pressures than that. So – I think that when he's a rotational piece, he'll be really good. But eventually, that's a guy that you can probably count on opposite Bosa. And just the athleticism is just off the charts, right? So I think that that's one guy to keep track of. Amenihu, you mentioned. Charles Amenihu has been fantastic. Again, not showing up on the, on the stat sheet, but he's been fantastic this year, winning in one-on-one battles. Um, so I think that they have 
uh, a good rotation there. And we didn't even mention like Samson Abukam, you know, who's also had it, who, who kind of tailed off a little bit. He was, he was having a better year at the start, but he's another one of those guys that can he's been, flash a little bit too. So he's been battling an Achilles injury that uh, Barrow said yeah. for some players might've kept him off the field, but he's played through it. So that's yep. part of, part of, I think his slowdown as well. Ebukam, that is. So next question is from Jeffrey. He said the second half of the Rams game was the best the Niners have looked. Do you think the team has finally turned the corner? We touched on that a little bit earlier, um, but a little bit more now, you know, we'll see is the best that I can say. But I will say this, McCaffrey adds an element that they have not had. And if anybody can help them to turn the corner, I really think this coming from the never pay the running back guy, I think this move may have changed their season around. I think he's that good of a fit. I think he allows everybody else to be that much better. And I think if the defense can stay healthy, the McCaffrey move may have been the one that finally, yes, helps this team turn the corner. I think McCaffrey unlocks Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think even more than that, I think McCaffrey unlocks Kyle Shanahan's creativity uh, in personnel packages. And so I am just excited to see McCaffrey and Debo on the field at the same time. I'd love to see some 11 personnel, right? That's one running back, one tight end, three wide receivers, right? You get Ayuk, you get Debo, you get Jennings on the field, but then you can have uh, Debo uh, shift back to the backfield. Now, all of a sudden, you've got McCaffrey and Debo in the backfield. They could run it. They could all, all go out on a route. Like, there's just so much. There's just so much that Kyle Shanahan can do to manipulate the defense now with a guy as versatile as Christian McCaffrey, what he's going to be able to have with Debo and McCaffrey is a truly positionless offense, which I think is going to be really exciting to see in the second half. Who knows? Maybe Kyle didn't actually need an elite quarterback. Maybe he needed an elite running back to make this offense go. Who knows, right? He because tried for we, years. He's tried for years he, to yeah. get one. And we yeah. see why now, because this offense, and look, any offense with Christian McCaffrey is going to look great. It's going to look different, right? Sure. But we never seen it like this before, right? With just the explosive plays and like the consistent explosive. Every time it touches the ball, it's five yards, right? Running or catching. And we, we just haven't seen that because it'll be like, all right, like two yards here, three yards there, no gain. And all of a sudden, like, you know, Mostert or Jeff Wilson or, or Elijah Mitchell, whoever it is, bust out like a 20 yard run, right? Then it's more of like, two, three yards, and then like a seven yard run. So just that consistently, like, you know, we're going to get five yards every time we touch the ball. I think it's great. And I think it, again, it's unlocked the short passing game with, with this quarterback is, is going to be vital and limiting mistakes and keeping the clock running using short passes to supplement runs, keep the other defense on the field. That's a, that's how they're going to win games. All right. The next few questions kind of go together. The first person wanted to know, um, is McCaffrey going to change his number to 22 since Wilson was traded and league policy says you can't change a number during the season. So the quick answer to that one is no. And then an answer uh, or a question from David and Greg both kind of go together. Um, Want to know when Mitchell returns, do you think we'll see the formation with both of them in the backfield? And will Mitchell be the early down running back while McCaffrey is the muddy down back? Now I'm really interested to see the way that Kyle deploys this, but I, I it would, I would, be hard pressed to believe that McCaffrey is going to come off the field very much. I, I Mitchell will get some carries. I think maybe he'll get a couple series, maybe that type of thing where McCaffrey would play third down if, if that came up. But I, I just think, like we said, McCaffrey is going to be the key from the offense. Mitchell will get some carries. Maybe he'll get five, six, maybe. And then I, I think it's, it's going to be a lot of McCaffrey personally. We'll see if I'm right or wrong, but. 
I think you could also see formations that have McCaffrey split out wide with Mitchell and Juszczyk in the backfield as well. Yeah, sure. Uh, there's 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 that opportunity as well. That's the thing about McCaffrey is he's a running back, but he's got the hands of a wide receiver as we've as we've seen. So I mean that catch that that touchdown catch was incredible, right? Like so just good. that leaping catch. I mean there was it wasn't a question, right? So. Yeah, I, I agree. I'll, I have a hard time seeing McCaffrey come off the field, although I do hope that that they don't run him into the ground, which it feels like Kyle Shanahan would be want to do is mm-hmm. just lean on him. And right. Like, you know, he somebody asked him, I think it was Barrows asked him on it was either Monday or Tuesday. Hey, why did Christian McCaffrey get those carries at the end of the game? And Shanahan had some answer about you know, referencing the the Detroit game in week one of, of last season where they were up by, I think, at least two scores late in the game. Then all of a sudden, you know, there was only a handful of minutes left and all of a sudden, you know, Detroit is, is only one score away. But that's fine. But why isn't why wasn't Jeff Wilson getting those carries? Right. Why was it McCaffrey or why you know wasn't TDP said? getting? Yeah, that's what he said. Some of the things that comes out of that dude's mouth. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, but then why? Yeah. Why? Why wasn't Wilson getting those carries or why wasn't TDP getting those carries? That was the thing where I was like, you didn't really answer the question. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, eh, I'm kind of worried that, you know, he's just going to, you know, it's like a kid with a toy. Right. That just squeezes it too tight because they love it. And all of a sudden it breaks and you're like, oh. Like, I know that you broke that out of love, but <laughs> it's still broken. So please, Kyle, don't break Christian McCaffrey because you love him so much. Let's, you know, let's let's uh, let's spread the love a little bit and, uh, and and get some of these other guys involved. OK, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, two more questions, guys. Oh, sorry, Zane, go ahead. I think, uh, real quick, I think Kyle's record uh, when the team runs 30 times or more, I think he's undefeated. So if they can get to 30 rushes in a game, I think that's uh, we heard that last year, right? There was a game, I believe, I forget which game it was, where they they needed to get to thirty to win the game, and they got to like forty in that game, and they ended up winning the game. Um, but that's kind of like the threshold for me. If they can get to thirty, that's great. And whether that's like you know twelve carries for Mitchell and eighteen for McCaffrey, that's fine. Or whether it's like twenty and ten, whatever it is, I feel like Mitchell's going to get more than five or six. I think he'll probably get like ten to twelve carries or ten to twelve touches a game. This this comes from Fani. Do you guys think McKivitz can eventually take over from McGlinchey this year or next year? And um, I don't know about McKivitz, but I, I don't think McGlinchey is going to be back. And, and listen, he kind of gets a bad rap. I mean, he's got some bad reps at bad times. In it. The worst times. <laughs> yeah. And they're usually pretty bad. Yeah. But overall, he's not a bad player. No. Um, I, people get frustrated with him. And I can see because, again, there's some clutch moments where it doesn't come through. But having said that, I don't think he's going to get a second contract from this team. I don't know who's going to take over from him for him. That may be a point of emphasis in the off season, but I would be very surprised if McGlinchey is back next year. They've got a lot of options that they could, that they could put out there that will be under contract next year. Uh, and that includes Daniel Brunskill. That includes Jalen Moore. That also includes Spencer Burford who played tackle in college. I know that he's playing right guard right now, but 
um, and then McKibbitts as well. So yeah, they've I I don't see them signing resigning McGlinchey, but at the same time, I don't know that those guys are the answer. So you know, I know that there's going to be uh, the <clears throat> the backup right tackle for the Eagles, uh, who is uh, a Washington State product. What is his name? Um, Andre Dillard. Dillard. Dillard will be a free agent next year. So maybe they spend some money at right tackle, but maybe it's not on McGlinchey. I, I, I don't think it will be on McGlinchey. All right, Al. We got time for one more. Yep. And just real quick, too. We didn't see Jake, Jake Brendel come in. So who knows who the Manners have? Like you said, Brian, yeah. they have people. In, in True. They True. All right, last one. What record do you – this is from Zay. What record do we need to have to finish – to have in the second half to make the playoffs? So at four and four, okay. I think if you're not winning 10 games, you're in trouble. So they got to win six, six and three. So yeah, yeah six and three. Six and three, which is yep. totally attainable with the schedule and, and their talent. Yep. They, if they don't do that, it's a massive disappointment. Yeah. I think 10 and seven is the floor at this point based uh, again on the, the schedule in the second half and the players coming back and the, the way that they put it together in the second half against the Rams coming out of the bye, being able to to install more of a Jimmy Garoppolo offense along with Christian McCaffrey, like you said, Zane. So, yeah, I think 10 and 7 is the floor. I think 11 and 6 is not uh, – it, that's not crazy. Um, obviously, uh, 13 and 4 would be the, <laughs> the best that they could do, um, which means they go undefeated in the second half. I don't see that happening. But, but yeah, I think, I think they have to win the NFC West. Uh, and I think that is going to take uh, 10 wins and, and I think they can get there. Yeah. Likewise. I'm, I'm down with it. 10 and seven playoffs division champs. You got to win your division. You're not, you're not, you're not making the playoffs unless you win your division, right? The NFC, there's too many teams ahead of them right now. I don't expect the entire NFC to collapse. Uh, I think they'll catch Seattle and I think they'll win the division. And I say, we'll see. <laughs> oh, the wet blanket uh, ends it. <laughs> on, that, and on that note, everybody, thanks for the questions. For Brian and Zane, this is Al. Peace.